0: All right, well, look, I hope you enjoyed yesterday. We dealt with increasing prayer around you. And, uh, you know, it's an important topic as we talked about um, the importance of uh, our prayer life and how it activates the life in the Spirit. And I want to kind of keep on that a little bit tonight as well because I believe it's so important, you know. Uh, We don't just want to get into these environments where we're just in dry prayer environments, but we want to see a mighty move of the Spirit. We want to see the gifts of the Spirit functioning. And uh, yesterday, as we're talking testimonies, we're talking about the ability to accurately hear what the Holy Spirit says. Even when He tells you to do things that just sound ridiculous, you know, cut up your credit card, you know and uh, watch how I'm going to provide for you. These are the types of things I want to talk about because this is real life, you know. This is what the Father does. He wants to give us wisdom and understanding and we are called to walk by the Spirit. You know, we walk by faith and not by sight. So there is times when the Ruach HaKodesh is going to take us down a road and to do things where you don't know the end from the beginning and you just walk in obedience, And as you do that, you see the miracles taking place. Welcome, Arlene. Good to see you join us from Kentucky. Thanks for uh, stopping by. Um, We'll be looking for prayer for my brother and Messiah. His name is Tom. He has a few health issues. They are telling him he has leukemia. I'm rebuking this. That's a, a message there from Jeff on the comments. Father, we just want to stand in the gap for Tom right now. We come against all the assignments of the enemy against him. We say life. We speak life in the Messiah over you right now. We, we rebuke all forms of leukemia. And we just speak supernatural strength that's by the stripes of Yeshua that you are healed. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. And we'll keep him in prayer. So, Jeff, keep us updated what's happening with uh, your friend Tom. And uh, we'll keep standing in the gap. Okay, thank you, Father. Right, so let's let's just come to prayer, and then we're just going to get into the message tonight. Thank you, Father. <clears throat> Father, we want to thank you for this day. We thank you, Father, for your word. That your word is truth. We just we just proclaim that you know this is the word of Jehovah We thank you, Father, for giving us writings, for giving us insight, uh, a manual to teach us how we are called to walk. And we pray, Father, that you will minister to us. And as we speak tonight, we pray that there will be a mighty move of your Holy Spirit and you'll minister into our hearts and that we will see a breakthrough as we seek to follow in your ways. And more than anything, Father, we thank you that prayer is communication, And where we have increased prayer, we have increased communication with you. And, Father, we want to get to that place where we hear your voice so clearly so we can walk by the Spirit and accomplish exploits for you. So, Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for each other. Uh, We thank you for every person who is joining us right now. I pray, Father, that this will be a divine appointment by the Spirit. And the things that we speak Father, that you want uh, just, you know, we're not just here to listen to a message, we're here to be equipped. So we ask you, Father, to minister directly into our hearts and to bring transformation into our lives because we live in a world that is desperate for um, the knowledge of Yeshua, and I might not know it right now, but there's, there's so many people who are broken looking for answers. And we know that Yeshua is the answer. So we ask you, Father, to equip us to be more effective in evangelism, that we will have our antenna up uh, so that we can hear what the Ruach HaKodesh, what the Holy Spirit is saying in Yeshua's name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Welcome, Wendy. Good to see you in New Jersey. Thanks for joining with us again today. Hallelujah. Okay, so if you're just tuning in, just give us a shout out in the comments. If you're on YouTube, don't forget to um, subscribe to our YouTube channel so you get updates when we go live. We don't set a time for when we go live because we just want to flow with what the Holy Spirit says. Um, you know, my, my schedule's all over the place. Um, I don't know, you know, what time I can uh, get uh, to go live, so... The best way to do it is just to be flexible and just uh, switch the cameras on when the Holy Spirit says go. And that's what we're going to do. We're going to go. So, if we're looking at uh, tonight as we continue in this uh, mini series, Increasing Prayer Around You, again, what we're talking about is we're talking about increased communication. Hi, hi, D. Welcome in California. Good to see you, brother increased communication. That's what we want to see. We want to see increased communication. And what does prayer do? It unlocks the gift of the Spirit, or it should. If we will just get to the place where we recognize that we are born again of the Spirit. So stop trying to live your faith life out in the flesh and let's align ourselves in the right way so that we are truly living by the Spirit. And many people have a problem with this because they they, they want things to be so grounded. And listen, the Word is very grounded. But, you know, for example, if we go uh, to uh, John chapter 1, um, uh, where are we at here? I just want to show a comment of what Yeshua says just so you, you see the, the function of, of operating in the Spirit, and then we're going to start applying it to our lives today and um, sharing more testimony. And, you know, I really believe testimony is important because we overcome by the blood of the Lamb in the word of our testimony. So if we are sharing testimony, what does it do when we hear testimonies of God's accounts of what Yehovah is doing within our lives? It increases our faith, And, you know, uh, Smith Wiggles' book, Ever Increasing Faith, you know, in his chapters, what does he talk about? He talks about doing exploits. And, you know, all we have is just uh, the transcripts of his uh, sermons and his messages. And you start to see what is going on in his life and in his heart. It's amazing. But, you know, he moves in a place of prayer. He operates in the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Anyway, in in John chapter 1, you know, it's not really on my notes here, but just something that came to mind. Um, when Yeshua saw Nathanael approaching, he said to him, this is uh, Philip goes to get Nathaniel. He says, here's a true Israelite in whom there is nothing false. Here, yeah. So this is the statement Yeshua makes to Nathaniel. How do you know me? Nathaniel asked. Yeshua answered, I saw you while you were still under the fig tree before Philip called you. Then Nathanael declared, Teacher, you are the son of Elohim. You are the king of Israel. <laughs> and Yeshua says, you believe because I told you I saw you under the fig tree. You sa- you shall see greater things than that. Then he added, I tell you the truth, you shall see heaven open and the angels of Elohim ascending and descending on the Son of Man. Hallelujah. So what what are we send, we want to get to a place where we hear the word of Yahovah, and then it moves into a whole new dimension where our faith uh, grows, and we start to realize, you know, there's a there's a spiritual element that we need to tap into. We've got to tap into living by the Spirit. Okay, so we are going to read from First Corinthians chapter 12. Um, you know, And I, as I was reading that section about, you know, seeing Nathaniel under the tree, you know, there was one time, uh, yeah, I'm not going to share the story, I've shared it on other broadcasts, but I was on an airplane with this gentleman, and um, he was a security advisor for the U.S. government for the Middle East and Israel, and he was telling me about what he was doing and stuff, and, you know... I said to him, you know, uh, have you ever consulted biblical prophecy concerning Israel? He said, no. And long story short, I said, well, you know, if you don't receive Yeshua as your Savior and understand what God's will is concerning Israel and end-time prophecy, leave your job because the, the, the judgment of God will come against you and uh, your nation, if you misrepresent uh, the ways of Yehovah. Anyway, he was uh, quite taken aback by this. And then I had a word of knowledge. I was taken in the spirit and I saw that he was driving a yellow sports car and killed a 15-year-old girl in an accident. And he had never forgiven himself from the death of that 15-year-old. And I say this, and God says he releases you. Um, you know, from from the guilt of killing the 15 year old girl while you're driving your yellow sports car. as soon as I said that, everything changed. You know, this is no longer just a a conversation. All of a sudden, what's happening? A word of knowledge is coming forth and you know, this gentleman is arrested by the spirit because of the truth that's been spoken. How could I know that? I don't know him. I know nothing about him. He's just met me. Yeah, I'm just some guy from Scotland, and uh, he is freaked out. And anyway, that's just what I want to share on that story. I, I share the whole story and all the things that happen on other broadcasts. Um, Even in this last three months I've shared, I can't remember which uh, message. But anyway, I just wanted to emphasize the importance of words of knowledge. So our focus is to get to the place where our prayer life will unlock the gifts of the Spirit. We are setting up a platform right now. Hannah's doing it, so I haven't got all the details tonight. I need to go through it with her, uh, where we can join people to a private group of intercession And that's where we'll post the link. Uh, We'll post the links there uh, for uh, our Zoom calls, for our our prayer times, where it will not be public. It will be a place where we can come together and pray as a community of believers. It will not be out there just for anyone to watch. Um, So we're getting organized for that. And as soon as we get that organized, I will let you know. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. New Day says she didn't get notified on YouTube. Sorry about that. (laughs) But yeah, told me. Uh, So uh, yeah, look at that. You got a word of knowledge. You should go check, see if we're online tonight. Hallelujah. That's how it works. Welcome Joseph in uh, South Carolina, Jackson, South Carolina. Thanks for joining with us. Thank you, Father. All right. If you're just tuning in, just give us a shout out. It's great to see those who are joining with us on a regular basis and those who just stop by from time to time. Thank you Father. Okay. So 1 Corinthians chapter 12, we're going to read through this. Um, it says now about spiritual gifts and I want us to get to the place where we we make it a priority when we're coming in the place of prayer. We're communing with the Holy Spirit. We're communing with the Father, we're communing with Messiah and as we're communing and we're speaking, we're also listening. We want words of knowledge, we want words of wisdom. We want to unlock the gifts. What does it say in the word? You don't have because you don't ask. And what's part of asking? It's communication. And that's all prayer is. Communication. It's how are we communicating with Yehovah. So I want to ask you, are we praying and desiring the gifts of the Holy Spirit? Why? Because they're so important in unlocking Um, you know, especially in evangelism, but not just in evangelism. You know, it helps you have discernment and walk this faith walk out. Maybe the Holy Spirit will speak to you and say, there's something not right about this person, and this is what the Spirit's showing you about them, giving you discernment and insight so that you can make the right steps and avoid pitfalls. Okay, so uh, chapter 12 of First Corinthians. Now about spiritual gifts, brothers, I do not want you to be ignorant. And here's the reality. Many people are ignorant about the spiritual gifts because people tell them, oh, you know, the gifts are not for today. It was for the time before we had the scriptures in our hands. Now we have the word. You know, we don't need these gifts. We don't need uh, words of knowledge and words of wisdom. We don't need tongues because the only reason we had tongues is people didn't have Bibles or the scriptures. so people would speak in tongues, the interpretation would come forth and we get to hear some of the scriptures. No, that's that's not what it's all about. you know the gifts of the Spirit are for today. and what's uh, Paul saying, I don't want you to be ignorant. You know that when uh, you were pagans, Somehow or another you were influenced and led astray by mute idols. Therefore I tell you that no one who is speaking by the Spirit of Yehovah says Yeshua be cursed. And no one can say Yeshua is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. So when people are being influenced by demonic spirits, And, you know, they're manifesting. You know, that's how we understand when we're dealing with deliverance. And, you know, where is the deliverance that we used to see back in the 80s and in the 90s? You know, did all the demons just sort of go on holiday and go to the island of Patmos for a break or something? You know, there is still demon possession going on today. And we've got to be discerning by the Spirit so we can set the captives free we can cast out devils and that's one of the commissions of yeshua go and preach the gospel of the kingdom heal the sick and cast out devils hallelujah and make for them yeah uh so verse four there are different kinds of gifts but the same spirit these are gifts these are things the father's saying i've got a gift for you i've got something for you and i want you to think that tonight the Father's got something for you. It doesn't matter how long you've been walking in the uh, the faith, you know. It's always good to get new gifts from the Holy Spirit. Welcome, Paul, in Nigeria. Thanks for joining with us. First uh, Corinthians chapter 12, that's where we are. Thank you, Father. So, you know, we want to activate the gifts of the Spirit. We want to see them functioning within our lives. So different kinds of gifts with the same Spirit. So, Father, we receive gifts from you today. We pray, Father, that you release, release the gifts of the Holy Spirit over our lives, that we will ask of you today. There are different kinds of service, so there's different times. Ki- there's different kinds of gifts, different kinds of service, but the same Lord. There are different kinds of working, but the same God works out all of them in all men now to each one the manifestation of the spirit is given for the common good hallelujah the manifestation of the spirit what do you think that means that he manifests within our lives all of a sudden it's not us that's operating it's a manifestation of the spirit and the gifts flow And, uh, you know, yesterday we talked about being in a restaurant, cutting up the credit card and all this, and how the waitress was just supernaturally transformed because of the miracle that took place and how the father paid for the meal by a complete stranger. Um, You know, it's amazing what the father uh, uh, does, but, you know, the manifestation of... uh, the Spirit is given for the common good. You know, this should not just be something that's given to the the elite. This is all believers. We should be walking and functioning in the manifestation of the Spirit. To one, there is given through the Ruach HaKodesh, through the Spirit, the message of wisdom. To another, the message of knowledge. By the means of the same Spirit. To another, faith by the same spirit to another gifts of healing but the one spirit uh, healing uh, by that one spirit to another miraculous powers to another prophecy and another distinguishing between spirits discernment yeah identifying if it is truly the spirit of yahovah or if it's a lying spirit we need that distinguishing between the spirits to another speaking in different kinds of tongues and to still another, the interpretation of tongues. All these are the work of the one, the same Spirit, and he gave all the gifts. Okay? And, you know, as I'm reading this about words of knowledge, and we just talked about how Yeshua spoke to Nathanael, all of a sudden he's like, wow, you know, how do you know this, man? This, you know, this is amazing. You are the Son of God. You are the King of Israel. You have come to set us free. Hallelujah. And when I was looking at this, I'm thinking about the the spirit of wisdom. You know, wisdom is a free gift. You know, you can spend all your time trying to get wisdom and knowledge through studying. And study is good. But if you will just come in the place of prayer and press in... You will start to see the gifts of the Spirit unlock, and the wisdom and the knowledge of Yahovah will be revealed. Um, I was in a restaurant in South Africa, actually Johannesburg, and um, or Santon Square outside Johannesburg, and we're in this uh, restaurant, posh restaurant, and I was I met with my best man Paul, and we're just sitting talking, and Paul is an amazing giver, you know, he works in the marketplace and he's invested. Uh, a lot of his resources into looking after the needs of the broken hearted and um amazing amazing guy love him to bits um and his walk awesome and um you know we we're meeting we're catching up we hadn't seen each other for years and you know we're just we're just sitting talking and you know he said he was really discouraged you know he'd been giving and giving and giving but he wasn't seeing. The fruit, even though he's pouring out for years into the lives of others. And when we met, you know, we were just talking about the gifts of the Spirit, walking in the Spirit, and sacrificing our lives and sacrificing our resources to make a difference in the lives of others. Well, anyway, um, we're just having a meal, and as we're talking and sharing, Paul starts weeping because the Holy Spirit starts working in his life and he's he's just getting supernaturally transformed. It was like this is the divine appointment by the Spirit. We hadn't seen each other for years, and he was, you know, a little discouraged, and the father is setting him free, and he starts weeping. And as he's weeping, this waitress who's looking after us, she comes up and she's like, Are you okay? Are you okay? And I'm like, Yeah, yeah, he's everything's okay. And she's like, No, it's not okay, you know. You're my table, you know. I'm I'm the waitress. I'm meant to be looking after you, you know, and you know your eating experience is meant to be an experience of joy, and you know you're crying and all this, and uh, no, no, everything's fine. It's all fine. And anyway, as this waitress is is showing compassion to Paul and 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 just really concerned about him weeping and what's he going through and all that type of stuff. The Holy Spirit gives me a word of knowledge. And he tells me that she is one of so many children. I can't remember all the details now. um, And uh, that her mom and dad are both sick and they're not able to work. And she has got the full weight of running the household and her family. It's all on her shoulders. And um, this is what the Holy Spirit's given me. Word of knowledge is she's just standing there. And uh, I'm like, wow. So anyway, she goes away, and she's, you know, she's bringing out the fillet mignon or the steak or whatever we're eating. And as she's gone, I said to Paul, "I said the Holy Spirit gave me a word of knowledge. He told me about this waitress that we have, and he told me all the things that she's gone through. And um, I said, I believe we have to bless her. Um, You know, I believe we have to bless her. And I said, I've got this amount of money in my pocket." And, you know, it's a whole wad of um, South African rand. And it was quite a bit of money. Um, but, you know, not, not in the, the dollar sense, but in the uh, South African sense, it was a lot of money. And um, as I'm sitting there, I said, you know, I just feel that this is how much money that I have to give her. And I want to ask you, Paul, will you match it? And he's like, wow. He said, you know what? He said, that's the exact amount of money I took out of the cash machine (laughs) or out of the bank to give to you to bless you with. And here we are both about to give this waitress, you know, this double portion of blessing. So anyway, she comes over and we're just talking and, you know, we have the meal and we get through the meal and it's, it's a great time. It's an amazing time of fellowship and everything. And then she comes over and uh, we're just talking at the end. And and I said to her, I said, listen, I said, you know, God really loves you. I said, do you believe in Yeshua? Do you believe in Jesus? She said, no, um, yeah, I'm not. I, I don't have any faith. And I said, oh, I said, that's interesting. I said, because God spoke to me about you. He told me what you're going through. He told me that You know, your mom and dad are both sick and you are taking on the weight of your siblings and you're out here working hard and you're trying to work out, you know, how to sustain the family and the weight and the pressure that you're under, it's almost breaking you and you can't take it. And as I'm sharing this, she starts crying. You know, she's like what Paul was like, you know, 10, 15 minutes earlier or half an hour earlier. She's like bawling like a baby. She's like, man, how do you know this? And I'm like, you know, God is real. In fact, you've even got some Christian friends who've been sharing uh, their faith with you and saying, come on, you need to come to Yeshua, you need to accept Yeshua, And, you know, she's like, you're right, you're right. How do you know this? How do you know this? I said, because God's real. He is real. He knows everything you're going through. He knows what you're going to ask Him before you ask. He even knows when you're not even saved, He knows what you're going through. He loves, He cares for you. Yeshua died on the cross for you. He wants to set you free. I said, I want to encourage you. Go back to your friends that were telling you about Yeshua and say, I'm ready. I want to receive this Messiah I want to have a relationship with God I said will you do that for me she's like yeah and you know I'm like this is an incredible moment of word of knowledge that's moving it, it's it's incredible and you know then she said I, you know we, she says this is the greatest day of my life she's crying and crying she says three times tonight I went into the wine cellar and in tears thinking I can't take it anymore it's so much pressure I nearly quit my job even in the midst of serving you I didn't want to stay in the, in the the workplace any longer. And three times I had to try and pull myself together and there was something in me saying, no, you've got to stay, you've got to press forward, think about your siblings, think about your parents, you've got to press forward. And, you know, I'm not built to carry this weight. This is what she's sharing. and Everything you're saying is so amazing. And, you know, out of the word of knowledge, I also was prophesying. And I prophesied God's going to give you supernatural deliverance. He's going to provide everything you need. We speak healing over your parents. We speak blessing over your life. Your life is about to change. You know, you can cast all your cares upon him because he cares for you. And all that weight on your shoulders, he will take it from you. Oh, man, she's lost it, man. She's just lost it. This is the greatest day of her life. She walks away for, you know, five or ten minutes, you know, while we're having the, the little cookie with the coffee at the end of the meal. And, yeah, she comes back, and she's she's like, I'm so sorry, I just can't contain myself. This is the greatest day of my life. This is the greatest day of my life. I need, I need, I need this. And, um, you know, I give her the, the, the folder for paying the bill, the wallet. I give her that, and... um I write uh, for tip, I just put a line through it and I hand it to her because I'm not putting a tip on the credit card. And she processes the card, comes back and, um, you know, anyway, then what I did is we put all this cash into the wallet and um, when she's, you know, we're still drinking coffee and stuff and she comes over and um, I just said to her, I said, look, the Holy Spirit has spoke to Paul and myself and... He's told us to bless you, and we just want to give you this as a blessing. This is for you and for your family to be blessed in Yeshua's name. And she takes this, and she opens it up, and it is loaded with bills. It's loaded. It's a lot of money you know, like three, four months wages. That's how much money's in here. She looks at it. She's like, oh, she said, you have no idea how much money this is. You don't understand the currency. You're just a foreigner. You have no idea. I said, oh yeah, we we know exactly how much money that is. And we want you to be blessed in Yeshua's name. Be blessed. And um, man, I tell you, man, she starts weeping again. She, you know, she goes around the corner and I said to Paul, okay, let's leave. So we get up and, You know, we leave the restaurant, and when we leave the restaurant, man, she is just weeping, and you just see what the father's doing in her life, and we left. And, you know, just those moments, those words of knowledge, those. You know, this is how we're called in witnessing and how we share our faith, that we don't just speak. You know, I've got a testimony. Yes, we've got testimonies. Hallelujah for our testimonies. But when you start functioning in words of knowledge and prophecy and you start seeing what, let's go back to what the Scripture says. What does it say? It says, now to each one, the manifestation of the Spirit is given for the common good. The manifestation of the Spirit is given for the common good. Come on, I'm speaking to uh, many people right now. Just receive this in Yeshua's name. We need the mikvah of the Ruach HaKodesh. We need the baptism of the Spirit functioning within our lives. We release the blessings of Yehovah over our lives for understanding to unlock the spiritual gifts so we can see life supernaturally changed. These moments, these encounters, these uh, uh, examples of the reality of God, man, they go straight. Man, that's like a double-edged sword of the Spirit, the Word of Yehovah going straight into the hearts of man. It's powerful. It's amazing. And, you know... That's what I desire. When I teach on evangelism, I teach people we move and we move into intercession and prayer and we start pressing in for the brokenhearted. So when we go out in the streets to evangelize or we're out ministering, we are equipped. We're equipped by the Spirit. And, you know, like I said the other day, a few days back, when I was in Spain for three months, the Father kept giving me words of knowledge. That woman I went up to, I'll never forget her face, never. I went up and I said, the Holy Spirit told me you've got a brain tumor and you don't have to die. You can be supernaturally healed right now. And she's shocked. How do you know this? And I said, God told me. She said, I don't believe in God. I said, well, you let me pray for you. God's going to heal you right now. No, I'm an atheist. No. And she's so freaked out. She doesn't know what to do with herself. Even though the word of knowledge is so strong and so clear. It doesn't necessarily mean that every person is going to receive the word of Yahovah. But he cares. For all of us, he cares for you. He knows what you're going through, and this is what we've got to do. We've got to activate the body of Messiah to get us to the place where we are moving and functioning in the manifestation of the uh, the spiritual gifts. We need these gifts functioning within our lives. Why? We are the body of Messiah. We're the body of Messiah, and you know it's exciting to hear the testimonies. Esther was sharing the other day. You know, just uh, you know, when when we're on the broadcast, she just had that vision of uh, the picnic and all the preparation, and all of a sudden she caught this by the spirit and realized this is a, this is, um, this is a word for action. This is something by the spirit, and I've got to make this picnic basket up. And then the father revealed who it was for, and why he revealed this to her. And she was able to bless this sister in Yeshua's name, and it touched her heart. And this is what it's all about. How do we minister directly to the heart? We're not just trying to get people to agree with a good message. We're not trying to manipulate people into accepting God. God is real. He's alive. He is real. Do we believe in divine appointments and holy assignments? When I was in in bed, you know, I worked in the streets of London into the small hours of the night. Uh, You know, one night I'm just lying there, you know, just trying to get to sleep. After being on the streets and ministering, seeing incredible things happen, God moving in a powerful way and just, you know, the, the gifts of the Spirit functioning praying for deliverance over people, setting captives free, bringing people to Yeshua, words of knowledge flow, and then the Holy Spirit gives me a word, get up, go to the south of Spain, go to a place called Mihaz. When you get there, a fellowship will be meeting in a restaurant. When you go to that restaurant, you're going to meet your wife. These are words of knowledge that are revealed by the Spirit. You know, it's not like you can go to the pages of the Bible and find, go to Mihaz, you know? That's not what you find, but there's words of knowledge that come forth. You know, we can receive prophecy, words of knowledge, words of wisdom. Uh, spiritual wisdom is more powerful than earthly wisdom. Spiritual wisdom will overtake earthly wisdom on all accounts. Hallelujah. If you lack wisdom, ask Yehovah, how am I going to get through this situation? How do I fix this problem? Well, what you need is wisdom. So if you're in that place where you're you're up against the wall and you're thinking, I've no idea what the steps are I have to take right now, even in the midst of this coronavirus and what's going on in the ministry and the work we're doing in Israel, and as I'm pressing in, as I'm praying, I'm asking the Father, I need the gift of wisdom. I need to understand the strategy of the Spirit. How do we get through this season? How do we get through this time? How do we press forward and see... Uh, The kingdom uh, uh, vision over our lives and what you're doing in the land come to pass. We are prophesying. We are declaring it's time for a mighty outpouring of the Spirit here in the land of Israel. We're not connected to the economy of this world. Well, I know that because, you know, I've got companies in different countries. I'm a citizen in two countries. And I cannot get any disaster relief for any of my businesses in any country, you know, for, for nothing. It's not going to happen. I'm just like, you know what? Look, why am I even looking anyway? Because we are built on the economy of the kingdom of Yahovah. He is our source. He is our provider. So we're not going to look at the economies of this world. How do we connect into his economy? What does he say? He owns the cattle you know, on a thousand hills. You know, he, he owns everything. The Father is not lacking. So we release the provision of Yehovah over all of our lives in this time. We ask you, Father, to bring supernatural increase. We ask you, Father, for supernatural favor that you will open the way before us to be effective in ministry and to be effective in business for the purpose of his kingdom. This is the hour where it's time for us to rise up. When I was in prayer, talking about prayer in the UK, and we're just we're praying for you know uh, nearly two years, you know, a couple of years. What's the next step, Father? Where are you leading us? What I'm looking for is the word of wisdom and the word of knowledge, so I can function. Then all of a sudden, one morning when I'm praying. Boom, it happens. I hear the word of Yahovah. The hour has come. It's time for Israel. Take your family to Israel. Boom. I'm telling you what, I didn't need anything else. I was radically, man, I tell you, it's a word of knowledge. Bang, it was powerful. It was so spot on. I was on fire. I had a witness. I knew this is a manifestation of the Ruach HaKodesh, of the Holy Spirit. I walk in. I'm so excited. I'm like, Haley, I've got the word you know, and what do I teach over and over? You don't do it because you can. You do it because he says. So from the place of prayer, we want to hear the instructions of Yehovah. We want him to guide us. We need to know the difference between the voice of our conscience, the voice of Hasatan, Satan, and the voice of the spirit. We have to know the difference. So that when the Ruach HaKodesh, when the Spirit is speaking to us, we can respond quickly because we're not confused. Is this Yehovah? And look, there is times in my life where, you know, I have I've doubted it's the word of Yehovah because, you know, because I didn't agree with it. I didn't think it was right. And, you know, through the training of walking in the Spirit, you know, step by step, I've started to learn the importance of yielding to him. Like, how do you get to the place where the Holy Spirit says, cut up your credit card, and it's your only form of payment, you know, and you're buying the meal, you know? You've got to understand the ways of walking in the Spirit. You've got to understand words of knowledge. You've got to understand the spiritual gifts and how to function in them. I pray in the Spirit all the time. Because it edifies and builds you up. You know, as I was praying in the spirit tonight, I was down on the beach and, you know, went on a long walk. Man, I was getting attacked by mosquitoes like you cannot believe. I even had to call up uh, Haley and Hannah and say, someone get out here, come and pick me up. I can't even imagine having to walk another half hour to get home. It was that bad, (laughs) you know. But even in the midst of being bitten alive and eaten alive, I'm praying in the Spirit. I'm pressing in and, you know, just trying to capture the words of the Spirit. Father, what are you saying for this day? What do we need to minister? What have we got to do? Melinda says, I find being uh, consistent, uh, praying for the needs of others. My needs are always met. That's right, Melinda. And that's the key. If you get so lost in your own problems, you miss everything. Because the the source of how God provides and how God uses you is is bigger than anything you can do by yourself. And you just think you get out of this, you get yourself sorted, then you can help others. No, as you minister and pour out your life into the lives of others, you will see that all your problems, all your needs, they're all going to be met. It's all going to get dealt with. So you've got to lose your life to gain your life. You've got to give up your life. Lay your life down for the purpose of his kingdom. So what's the purpose of the gifts of the Spirit? Why do we have them? All of these are the work of one and the same Spirit. And he gives them to each one just as he is determined. So, you know, let it be in accordance with your faith. Press in. Verse 12, the body is a unit, though it is made up of many parts, um, and though all its parts are many, they form one body. So it is with Messiah, for we are all mikvahed, we are all baptized by one spirit into one body, whether Jew or Greek, slave or free, Um, we were all given the one spirit to drink. We have got to partake from him. We have got to drink from him. And again, what are we seeing here? This is the body. We're part of one body. And if the Father has convinced you, you don't need fellowship, you don't need to spend time with others, you're missing a very important part of how your gifts can flow and function and how we can receive from others and be a blessing to others as well. Thank you, Father. I was just taking a drink of the spirit there, <laughs> if you're listening on podcast. <laughs> Verse 14 of First Corinthians chapter 12. Now the body is not made up of one part but many. If the foot should say, because I'm not a hand, I do not belong to the body, it would not, uh, for that reason, cease to be part of the body. And if the ear should say, because I'm not an eye, I do not belong to the body, it would not for that reason cease to be part of the body. If the whole body were an eye, where would the sense of hearing be? If the whole body were an ear, where would the sense of smell be? But in fact, Elohim has arranged the parts of the body, every one of them just as he wanted them to be. If they were all one part, where would the body be? As it is, there are many parts but one body. The eye cannot say to the hand, I do not need you, and the head cannot say to the feet, I don't need you. On the contrary, those parts of the body that seem to be weaker are indispensable, and the parts that we think are less honourable we treat with special honour, and the parts that are unpresentable we treat with special modesty while our uh, while our presentable parts need no special treatment but Elohim has combined the members of the body and has given greater honor to the parts that lack it so that there should be no division in the body hallelujah but that its parts should have equal concern for each other and and this is key how do we get the balance and this is why we need fellowship. This is why we've got to come together so we can start creating the balance of what it truly means to walk in the spirit. Thank you, Father. We are called to walk in the unity of the body. Thank you, Father. Now you are the body of Messiah, and each one of you is part of it. And in the it says in the and here it says the church, but it's not the word church. It's the word ecclesia. It's the assembly. The word church doesn't belong in your Bible. Sorry if you just hearing that for the first time. Elohim has appointed first of all apostles, second prophets, third teachers, then workers of miracles, also those having the gifts of healing, those able to help others, those with gifts of administration, and those in speaking in different kinds of tongues are all apostles, are all prophets, are all teachers. Do all work miracles? Do all have gifts of healing? Do all speak in tongues? Do all interpret but eagerly desire the greater gifts? And now I will show you the most excellent way. And then chapter 13 is an awesome chapter in First Corinthians. Why? It deals with love. And in verse 13, the last verse of 13. And now... These three remain faith, hope, and love, but the greatest of these is love. And I love it when we see the manifestation of the Spirit and the gifts of the Spirit functioning, because what do you see? You see the love of Jehovah ministering to the brokenhearted, ministering to the needs of those who, even, who don't believe in him, who don't know he is real. And all of a sudden our eyes are opened up to the reality of Yehovah. Hallelujah. Well, look, this is just what I want to share today. I want to encourage you that we get to that place where um, we are increasing prayer all around us. Come on. Let's find every way we can to pray together, to walk together. We're setting things up in the next couple of days. We'll start doing Zoom prayer meetings and then we'll, we'll do it as a, on a regular basis as well. So we'll have time slots set For corporate prayer, we might do a couple of them so people in different time zones can get in. And what does prayer do? It unlocks the gift of the Spirit. So, Father, we come before you right now. We thank you for your word. We thank you, Father, for prayer. We thank you for communication with you. We thank you, Father, that we can come into your presence and we can listen. We can hear from you. We pray for the manifestation of your gifts upon every one of our lives. Father, help us to to call out for the gifts of the Spirit. Help us to meditate on the gifts of the Spirit. And help us to use the gifts of the Spirit in witnessing and outreach. And also to bring benefit and unity to the body of Messiah. In Yeshua's name. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, look, that's what I'm going to leave you with today. I just want to encourage you, get in the scriptures, um, get to a place where we are increasing prayer. The Father's saying, I'm I'm shining a spotlight right now on the importance of prayer. Come on, let's increase the communication so we can start to see the gifts flow. But the reason why I've shared this, because there's some of you watching, you don't know what it means to walk in the gifts of the Spirit. But I'm sharing testimony with you and the Word with you, and I'm showing you examples so you can rise up and participate in the spiritual gifts with the manifestation of His Spirit. Hallelujah. So I hope you're blessed and encouraged. Like I said, I'm going to give you my email. I didn't say that, but I'm saying it now. Uh, kenny at bulldozerfaith.com um there we go. Make sure oh look, I didn't spell it right. Okay. <laughs> just check that before I post it. Kenny at of That's the right one there, so just forget the first one. Um also if you're blessed and encouraged with the ministry and um you know you want to connect with us, be a partner with us, we Appreciate every person that stands with us, walks with us. Like I said, we want to raise a community where we are training people, where we are growing the body of Messiah. We can see uh, you operating in the gifts of the Spirit and making an impact within your communities, even during this coronavirus lockdown. And we've got to stand in the gap and start praying for what's happening in the nations. You know, Israel is, uh, tonight, they're considering, do they have to go down to lockdown uh, uh, again because of the increase in the number of people infected? Uh, they're saying they're saying no just now, but we'll see what happens. You know, I hope we don't. They're saying if we will all comply, we won't have to do that. But we encourage you, you know, if you want to support the work of the ministry um then do that. If you if you can't give financially, that is okay. We only ask you to give out of areas where you are blessed, you know, and where the Father leads you to give. Um, but what we do ask, we ask that you will become an evangelist and share the word. Share the words that we share. You can do that on podcast about 15 minutes after we finish. The podcast, 10, 15 minutes, will be released um, so that you can share that podcast and that will be posted on the links here on the channels and um, share it with others or, you know, share the Facebook page and um, tell people about the YouTube. And that's it, really. Thanks for joining with me today. Look forward to catching up with you. If you've got testimonies, please send them in. Um, It's great to hear the testimonies. I'm gathering the different testimonies that are coming in. And um, if the Father leads, we'll share some of them as well. But thanks for joining with us. Until tomorrow. Jehovah bless. Hallelujah.